Greetings, this is Caro Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, which is the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world. This is part of a three-part series. This is uh, actually part three of a three-part series. So if you missed part one and two, you may want to go back and listen to them. This is a series about why I hired a real financial advisor a couple of years ago, and by extension, why people will hire you. And it was three reasons. My wife and I sat down and because I, I was asked at a big conference, well, why did you hire an advisor? You are an advisor. And my wife and I sat down and wrote down three reasons. And I outlined, I talked about number reason number one in part number one, reason number two in part number two. And now I want to talk to you about reason number three. Now, I think this will make much more sense if you go back and listen to the first two, but I'm just going to assume that you have and roll with this, right? So reason number three, after somebody had helped us clarify our goals, which was number one, and again, I talk a lot about that, go back and listen, and then helped remind us of what we said our goals were, which was reason number two. Reason number three is I wanted to ha- I wanted someone to be the thing between me and stupid, right? I know well enough that investing, particularly big investment mistakes, but financial mistakes, more broadly speaking, are behavioral mistakes and they happen to human beings. And just because I'm an advisor (laughs) and have lots of experience doesn't mean that I'm not human. And here's the other thing to keep in mind, right? Which was really important to me was we often make these big behavioral mistakes because we have blind spots in our thinking. And this may be the most profound thing you'll ever hear me say. Blind spots, by definition, you can't see your own. (laughs) Right? They're blind spots. You're blind to them. You can't see your own. And that's what I wanted was an objective third party who would say to me, hey, man, that's really dumb. Right? And, And be the thing between me and stupid. When I was feeling like making the big mistake, selling low, or the other big mistake, buying high, or any version of it related to more general financial advice, right? The way I spend my money, the way I save my money, you know, some blind spot around taxes, you know, whatever it is. When I was tempted to make that big mistake, I really wanted somebody to be there and be the thing between me and stupid, right? I wanted somebody to be there to walk me in off the ledge, to tell me, particularly when it comes to selling low, right? I, I know I have a propensity to get worried when the market falls out from underneath us for my own money. I'm really good at helping people be rational with their money. But for my own money, I've seen that in my history. I, you know, I got worried in 08, 09. It was hard not to. And I want to make sure next time that somebody else is there to say, hey, Carl, that's dumb, right? We know in hindsight, I want somebody to be there to remind me that I know if I make that decision, I'll look back on it and regret it, right? Somebody there to walk me in off the ledge. That was my third reason. Now, no, again, we're sort of back to the same place. People don't walk in your office and go, hey, I want you to help me behave correctly with my investments. And they're certainly not going to go in and say, hey, I want you to prevent me from selling in a down market. And they're not going to walk in and say, hey, I want you to be the thing between me and stupid, right? They're not going to say those things. But I have found over the years when people ask me, what's the value of a real advisor? Like, how do we quantify the value? I know I'm paying them 1% or whatever. I'm paying them, you know, real advisors disclose how much they're getting paid. And so 
a client can say, I know I'm paying them X, but what am I getting? Now, we of course know all of the stuff around the edges, sort of the wealth management, you know, taxes, rebalancing, tax loss harvesting, estate planning, all of those other things that we add make up our fee for sure. But one of the easiest things to point to is preventing people from making the big mistake. And I used to find it really valuable to tell clients, look, let me just walk you through. There's all these things that we are going to do for you. But maybe one of the biggest ones isn't going to show up that often. But I have found that once every three to five years, once every three to five years, people are tempted to make a big mistake, right? Once, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Mr. and Mrs. Client, I know you're smart and you seem like you've really got a handle on this, but once every three to five years, I think something's going to come up that will in hindsight prove to be a big mistake. And I'm going to be there. I don't know what it's, the hard part is I don't know what it's going to be. It could be fear. It could be greed. It could be, you know, something in the personal life. It could be, you know, I don't know what it will be, but something will come along that will impact your, in specifically your investment behavior. And I'm going to be there to walk you through that, help guide you through it so we can avoid a big mistake because, right, you only, I mean, you make one of those a decade, one big mistake a decade, right? You sell out at the bottom once a decade, you may as well be in treasuries. I know I, I'm, I'm exaggerating there for effect, but, you know, you one mistake a decade can really ruin an incredibly, fantastically built, perfectly efficient, low-cost, diversified portfolio. You know, you behave poorly once a decade. And all that work is in vain, right? So I've found that really effective. Now, I know nobody comes in and says to you, help me avoid a big mistake. But I found it really effective to walk people through that and say, I don't know what yours is. But if we go, you know, three to five years, seven, eight years, and there hasn't been anything that I've prevented you from, well, then let's have a conversation about it, right? Again, I think all of these other things we do, we're just going to take that plate from you. You won't have to worry about it anymore. That's really valuable. But one of the primary reasons you hire a real financial advisor is to prevent you from making big mistakes. I'm, In other words, I'm going to be the thing between you and stupid. Now, here's how I've said that to clients. I've said, I've told exactly the story I've told you, which is, you know, I was thinking about that same question. Like why? Because, you know, I hired a, a financial advisor. And why would I hire a real financial advisor? And one of the answers I came up with was because I've, I've seen my own investment behavior. It's kind of hard. Some, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And I happen to be human and I have my own blind spots. And so one of the things I came up with a little bit tongue in cheek, Mr. And Mrs. Client, was I wanted somebody to be the thing between me and the big mistake, right? So when you're sort of focusing it on you, or you could even focus it on another client, right? Oh, you know, we have some clients who recently we were talking about this and they told me one of the most valuable things, only say this if it's true, obviously. They told me one of the most valuable things we do is we're the thing between them and the big mistake. And I thought that was really great. So again, we're trying to pull the emphasis away from telling them like, hey, I'm going to be the thing between you and stupid. Now I have some advisors who are really good who have told me, hey, I have no problem with using that language with clients like, and I soften a little bit by just saying, Hey, you know, one of the reasons you've hired me is I'm going to be the, I'm going to be there to be between you and the big mistake. 
right? So however you do it, I do know it's incredibly valuable. So that's the end. That wraps the three-part series on why people hire real financial advisors. There's a million more reasons. I just wanted to outline the three that my wife and I came up with for our own situation. Now, if you've liked this series and you like this podcast, you are going to love the Behavior Gap newsletter. It goes out every Thursday and we are making some real fun changes where we're going to be refocusing the content to be useful for specifically for real financial advisors all around the world. So make sure you sign up. Go to behaviorgap.com, sign up for the newsletter. I'm sure there will be a link in the show notes below and uh, we look forward to interacting with you there as well.